0: Do we know what number this is? That's the big question. Do we number these ones? Subspace? I yeah. guess. Good point. It doesn't quite matter, does it?
1: Well, I mean, it matters in some cosmic sense, but like, not. You know, maybe more this is literally. Sixteen,
0: I guess. It matters only so that uh, we can mention fifteen, which was, which was a good one that people should go back and look at. It's good that they're numbered for people to go find them. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I still can't believe we named last episode Jedi colon. (laughs)
1: Look, man.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Hello, welcome back. It's a subspace transmission from We Were Gamers. This is our sub pod where JJ... Hello. ...and I, Andy, get together and talk about anything and possibly everything, depending on how long we do this for, Star Trek. Yes. My kids have started saying Star Wars weird. Uh, They say Star Wars and they put the emphasis on the second one. So I wanted to see how that sounds. When I say Star Trek. I don't think it's good. Sounds bad. <laughs> uh. Hi, buddy. Welcome back.
2: Hey man, subspace. how's it going?
1: I'm 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 good. I'm good. Yeah, we are we are here beaming this into you, the audience's ear holes. And mm. we have had there have been momentous <laughs> events you, since you last heard from us. There's a the little bit of a shift. Star Trek. Yeah. Welcome, Star Trek
0: Picard. If you didn't catch episode 15 of Subspace Transmissions, we did some Picard prep based on the list of episodes Star Trek had produced of things you should probably watch. Most of those have panned out, although I feel like maybe there should have been a longer list. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I I mean, I guess most of it was like, oh, okay, like, these are things that I guess the show is going to deal with. I don't mm-hmm. know that they have dealt with them directly. Not most in of them yet. The episodes that we
0: have seen. <laughs> there seems to be some stuff missing. Oh, okay. Well, here we are. We are three episodes in. We're going to cover Picard 1 through 3 as much as we... Well, this is going to be a long one. Picard 1 through 3. Wow. Uh... So, if you haven't watched them yet and you really don't want spoilers, I I don't think we can hold back from spoilers because there's some big ones. Yeah, we got to talk about stuff. You got to talk about them. And, like, there's some right off the bat in that show that, like,
1: I would... And you won't... Like, we'll talk about it and then because we will have seen the second and third episode sometimes, you can then immediately spoil stuff. Yeah. Which, yeah, anyway, so.
0: And... And, I mean, some of it is, like, first episode stuff that just, it's a spoiler because it's a cool surprise, but it's in the first few minutes. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Watch Picard before you listen to this. Yep. So that you can enjoy as much as we did. Man, I, this thing is barnstorming the world. Uh, I have seen some people tweet about it that are like, hey, I haven't watched any Star Trek since TNG. Uh, Watch this. Love it. The only negative review I saw was from, like, People Magazine. They're like, how will Picard recover from its disastrous opening? And literally, that was the only one. Disastrous? I don't... I, I don't... Buddy. Did they see the same episode as us? I, look, I can understand being like, huh, the, after the first episode. And being like... It's, okay, sorry, uh, right, the, fir- you
1: know. the first episode But is it's got not a 90% like- on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know how you go with disastrous... Yeah, exactly. Disastrous. What the uh, the first episode is a little down tempo. Let's say it's it, not like high action Marvel superhero stuff. But that's not really what stuck well. There's action what in I there. There's a like gigantic
0: explosion is. at the end of that one episode. Yeah,
1: of course. There's a whole bunch of cool stuff that happens.
0: Um, I, I saw one tweet that was, "I'm not used to not being disappointed." <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Harsh. Uh maybe that says more about the second season of Discovery than it does. Uh
2: I don't know, we'll find
1: out. Th- we'll do I that. saw a by lot the way. of people doing uh the man I like this so much better than Discovery thing. Yeah, so.
2: it's possible.
0: Uh, we'll see. We'll we'll eventually get there, but Picard's more, more important, important to me personally. Same. So, I needed to know. Boy, yeah. Jean-Luc is old. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I feel like now uh, looking at him in this show and like they are, he's in makeup and stuff, you know, sure. like they're making him look good mm-hmm. and he looks old mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh no, Patrick Stewart is like turning into John Williams. We need to treasure him while he's still oh, here.
0: Oh, <laughs> good point. Yeah. Um, I I have something controversial to say about John Williams. Okay. His best music
1: may be behind him. That's not controversial. Okay. I don't
2: think. <laughs> the right,
1: man just, is like ninety. Just, I think it's fair to say. He's his still best making music. music is
0: but like is. I listen to the soundtracks. I listen I love soundtracks. I listen to them all the time. Uh quite a bit. I, I just listen to them. That's what I do. Some people, you know, that's their think that's my thinking music is soundtracks. Anyway. Those newer ones compared to those original ones, and even the prequels, my God, not as good.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's fair to say, you know, okay, also, it's like this, right? The original, the 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 score for A New Hope, right? The first Star, damn, we're talking about Star Wars on a freaking Star I know, I know, I, I, know, I, do know. This. I know. It's fair to say, look, whatever. It's fair to say that that original movie, A New Hope, is one of the all-time best soundtracks period. I, I would say any though, movie, anything. And so you can't measure his other output against the controversial best one statement he's likely to ever produce. <laughs> Look, controversial statement 2.
0: The original trilogy, the music gets better each movie. Oh, that is controversial then. Mhm. Fantastic music in the first one. Fantastic. It's I mean like we're talking like 9. 7 to 9.8 to 9.9. Not like 7 mm-hmm. to 8 to 9. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get back to Star Trek.
1: Star Trek. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 This is a Star Trek <laughs> podcast on Star Trek right. now. All right. All right. So, uh, Andrew, right. I just want to... S- before, I'm going to go off the rails a little bit more. All We're right, talk here we go. <laughs> something that features prominently in these three episodes that I could not get over. It's all over my notes because I couldn't avoid it. Hey, they filmed a bunch of this at the Anaheim Convention. Oh, Center. good. You mentioned I was going to wait until we got to Starfleet. But- no, I I literally wrote it like five times every time I saw it in a shot. I was like, "Oh, I know where that is. That's the Anaheim Convention Center. Oh, it's the Anaheim Convention Center. I've been to this parking structure. Yeah, I've been here.
0: yeah. It no, that shot in
1: was in season very three distracting.
0: This shot in season three when they're like, "We're back at Starfleet headquarters." I'm like, "That's literally just the glass walls of the Anaheim Convention Center." It's like you're at, you're at the courtyard. I know where that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I like though that they dressed up uh, one of the little areas where Rafi and and he are talking in that third episode. Yes. Uh they really dressed that little section of the of the convention center up with a lot more plants.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I was looking at it and I'm like. That's the convention center. Where is this? That's yeah. not – So if you hmm. – And then it's like, oh, they must have added this yeah. because – that, Or like composite it's, shot at it, it It's or not something.
0: composite. It's to the left of – So when you're staring at the front of the convention center, to the left where that little alcoves are, that people are always trading pins and stuff. Right. No, no, plant. no. I, I knew that so, area. So, I was so, just like,
1: there were not that many plants there when I was
0: there. <laughs> yeah. So what you do is you set up your camera frame and and then you you know have a monitor up and you say to the set dressing people like this is my frame make this look like a courtyard with you know a bunch of stuff okay so then they brought in plants Yes, yeah, so they bring they in plants they brought in okay. like a an overhang uh, you can see like how dappled they are and and mm-hmm. uh, in the shade and stuff so they br- they bring in that overhang it makes it look like it's like an alcove so that's yeah. that is movie magic at its best in in my opinion like that's one of the fun things to when you know an area and you're like, "How did they do that?" and
1: then you also know, I know like, that How was like that. <laughs> literally that was literally me being like, "I know this those benches. That's the Anaheim Convention Center for yeah. sure." Oh but yeah, where is this? I can't picture these plants. My so.
0: best my best moment came in episode one for this show when Picard literally sat down in between the uh, basketball arena and the new building. Yep, I was like, and oh, I, I was like, where that I is. have sat on that bench.
1: Yep. Oh yeah. Multiple times, man. It's a good bench right there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's where a lot of the food is. For those people that have listened to our uh, main pod, we go to BlizzCon every year. I have been to the convention center for WonderCon as well. And uh, a lot of people go to D23 at this convention center, which is the Disney uh, thing. It's right by Disneyland. It's a very popular convention center. I think it might be the largest in Southern California, at least. Mm. I know it's bigger than LA and San Diego. Um, so I don't know if it's
1: actually bigger than the San Diego Convention Center, but it's, it's definitely newer. It is, newer. <laughs> it <Anyway>. is physically <laughs> bigger.
0: I don't know if it's as functionally bigger, but it's physically bigger. Uh, Got it. Uh, So it's a quite a popular area, and for those of us that grew up in Orange County, we know it pretty well. And the uh, uh, convention is there. Yeah, a lot of Picard is like, going to be but this also, way I think in the first season they didn't know how much money even, they were going to make on this show
1: right. so they had to use local as much as they could you know a lot of the shots of so specifically we were talking about it but most of the shots of picard at starfleet headquarters are there so when we talk about that stuff happening you well, can just picture yeah. the anaheim convention <laughs>
0: unless they use aerial shots of san francisco that are all composite shots and probably super digital Right. Um, which, you Starfleet is supposed it. to
1: be in San Francisco, so. Yes, it is. Uh, and I do enjoy their, uh, they sh- do the shot of the the Golden Gate Bridge, and it's just full of solar panels. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, that's a, that's a bad place for solar panels. It's foggy there all the time. Yeah. There's never going to be any
0: sun on those. <laughs> I think only the movies ever showed that place encased in fog. And that was yep. because we were getting attacked by a giant space alien probe. Oh, yeah, true, true,
1: yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, well, let's get in, because- uh, Maybe we'll the start- whales
0: were in charge of the fog, and that's why there's no fog left in San Francisco in the future, because oh. there's no more whales. Or or global warming happened so well that they- There was think, World War Three. so- That's true, there was, that's right. Maybe, the, maybe there's no- I, We haven't gotten a really good shot in the prime timeline of Earth in a while. Maybe there's no ice
1: caps. Uh, you get some in this show. Mm. Okay, we're going to have to go from back and look if there's ice caps. From space. Yeah, actually, good point. I totally didn't think about
0: that. Yeah. All right. Ooh, but- this is going to be off the rails all the time, isn't it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, uh, did you watch the short trek
0: that leads into Picard? No, and I also was going to mention to you, there is apparently, I found this out two days ago, a prequel comic and a concurrent
1: comic for this that are canon. What? Yep. Uh I didn't know about the comics uh, but I did watch that short trick. Okay. Uh it is not essential really. Okay. All right. Uh but it is good in that it tells like a quick little story
0: uh, of about whom? some
1: sc- uh about some school children oh, okay. uh, on the day of the no, attack. No, Oh, they're on Mars? No, they're Okay, not. they're not on Mars. Whew. People they know are on Mars. Oh no. Yeah, it's sad. Want- oh, uh well, maybe uh, I might not watch that. <laughs> yeah, it, but if people want a little context about what's going on. Okay. And or what has thing, gone on before this or what, show starts. Right. So so when this show started and I saw that attack, uh, like Picard's dreaming of the attack or whatever, like at the start of the show.
2: Mm-hmm. I already knew what it was. What okay. it
1: was. Okay. So that's a – um, it can be helpful in that way for people who don't know. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Cold
0: Open is just Picard on his chateau, right? Mhm. And uh immediately we are like there are Romulans here. <laughs>
2: yeah. It, what is up I, with this? Yeah.
0: It, Again answered in the prequel comic, I guess.
1: Oh, okay. See, that's another one I don't know. Um I don't know where he got these uh these Romulan friends. I it's pretty well explained through the show, I think,
0: which is they indebted themselves to him for trying to or at least saving some of the Romulan people.
1: Right, it definitely was clear like his work with trying to save Romulans and stuff is yeah. how they became friends. Yeah. I just don't you know, I, I don't know the specific story.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and there's like no there's no direct like
1: is. hey, we met on this
0: planet and then they helped me, you know, you know, evacuate yeah, yeah. this many people on these sh- you
1: know, like we didn't get that. And and to be fair, I didn't need it. No. I don't think. No. Um although I would have liked to have known by the third episode because some stuff starts popping off. Uh, actually, it starts you know happening in the second, second episode, episode when yeah, Laris right. when Laris busts out all her old
0: equipment and Zabon's yeah, you're like, like uh what? Yeah, Zabon's like, uh You know, just let her do her thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh and I was uh, uh like who are these people? Again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so but it, yeah know, it they just seem like nice, you know caretaker type people, um, yeah
0: like hey, Picard's gotten to the point that he probably needs help, and these two people have committed to you know, you did such a good thing for us, you know we're we're doing this for you, kind of thing, mm hmm so uh, Chateau Picard now has a replicator, I know right, and Take no that Robert, yeah, no mention of Robert or family or anybody. Interestingly.
1: Yeah, I wonder Not how much of picture. that. Not a picture. Yeah, I know. It Kind of a bummer, right? You think he would talk about his brother a little? Of um, course. But, yeah, or his nephew. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I wonder how much of it was budget and then how much of it was like, okay, we don't want to have to explain who this is. <laughs> like, yeah, we, just, we
2: wanna
1: We want to tell our story. We don't want to have to like relitigate his family and like point. bring up a character only to shove him off to the side, you know?
0: Good point. Yeah, it just bogs things down, I guess.
1: Okay, we can hope we can hope that the nephew is off living then a wonderful, we, happy we know,
0: life. Somewhere. We know the nephew is not doing that. Do we? House fire. Oh,
1: right. Yeah, we do know that.
0: <laughs> Dang, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at the fact that we've covered it a couple times. I forgot. It's all good. All right, back to Picard again. <laughs> Yay.
1: Uh so
0: pretty clearly he's in kind of a uh dour mood and mellow place and he's feeling bad about himself. Definitely. And ju- yeah, he just seems down. We don't really know why. There's no explanation of the Romulans and then thankfully this episode kicks into we need some exposition. <laughs> Guys, Let's introduce some new characters. <laughs> <laughs> and also, what happened through a
1: TV interview? Yeah. So, uh, do we meet well, so I Dodge think we even, first? I think we meet Dodge first, actually. Okay. And you see her, and she's talking with her boyfriend. uh, And they're having a, a good old time. He goes to get her some wine, and pew-pew. The bad guys show up out of nowhere, because this is Star Trek, and they have teleporters. <laughs> um. And then she turns into Jason Bourne and murders everyone. <laughs> After they kill her boyfriend. Right. They throw they throw a knife into her boyfriend's chest. She freaks out and then turns into Jason Bourne and murders everyone. Um, yep. Which is pretty cool. I don't know. I enjoyed it. It's like, okay, something's up here. They, they yell about – the people are yelling about her activating or something like that.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, she's she's
1: activating – I was like, oh, it's like sleeper cell. So my
0: first impression of this, and we get an answer to what she is pretty quickly, I guess, if you believe the answer. So it's not a big deal. But my first impression was like, okay, they made us watch all that Borg stuff. So maybe she's like a Borg sleeper. Right. That was my thought also. Yeah. Which I thought it would have been super cool. (laughs) Like Borg sleepers all over the planet.
1: Yeah. We still aren't like a thousand percent sure that. Oh, what I'm, they tell us is true. Dude, so. we're going to get to like
0: that at the end here of
1: what yeah, we think is will. going on and all that. We will for sure. Um, I just thought it was cool that all of a sudden she's like, oh, I'm like literally the same plot as Jason Bourne where it's like, oh, man, uh, I can like beat the crap out of people. How do I know how to do this? <laughs> <laughs> she calls her mom and freaks out. Does uh, she? yeah does her question. mom exist <laughs> dude I don't know based on what we saw in that third episode probably not right mm, yeah I'm guessing not uh, uh, and then Picard gets ambush interviewed uh, <laughs> which which we as the viewers saw coming a mile away don't know I how know, he, he didn't yeah oh oh i'll do this work to promote you know the the good work i've been doing with my charity here yeah. for the romulan uh the help poor romulans recover from the terrible disaster <laughs> this is my charitable uh talk on the right on the tv and then all of a sudden right me- specifically mentioned to zabon like
0: hey she's not gonna ask me about the thing right <laughs> oh no Dude. of course not she promised
1: it's literally, like, the first thing that you would expect that someone would do. Right. right. Don't ever agree to interviews like this. Well,
0: he, there's a, a running through line in this show that I kind of like, which is, like, Picard's a little bit overly stoked on hubris, and he always has been, and now people aren't putting up with it anymore.
1: Also, I think the he's a bit... Naive isn't the right word, but he maybe he's a bit idealistic. Oh, he always and, was, right? Right, and he always was. And instead of his idealism working out, it is now conflicting with a bunch of people who have kind of Re- thrown those ideals aside probably.
0: They've uh, adopted a more pragmatic view of the the world. Right. right.
1: And so, you know, so then we come into conflict here with Picard and what he thinks is right and we, maybe yeah, we start what to get a glimpse of what the Federation
0: right. has become. Right. So, Uh, then it's exposition time when the reporter goes into exactly everything that's happened between now and why he's been thrown out of Starfleet, mm -hmm. which is, there was a shipyard built on Mars. I think there always had been. Or it was at least created and converted for building ships to evacuate the Romulan people from their star system. Because their son was going to go supernova. Exactly. Which is a plot point that I kind of really like because it ties the Prime Universe to the Kelvin Universe. Which is that is, a
1: thing that happened in the Kelvin Universe? That's
0: why the Eric Bana bad guy jumped into the Kelvin uh, Universe is I because see. their star went supernova and Spock tried to save it, and it didn't work out. Right, and that's why they're there. Right. So, it happens in both universes now, just at different times, with different people trying to have make, made the sacrifice, and it mm-hmm. not panning out in both universes is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it is definitely a—I uh, hadn't made that connection to the Kelvin stuff, actually, but that's, I knew it was a thing that had happened in that universe, because they talk about it, like, in that movie, I just didn't make that connection, and that is a cool, cool thing to have done, I think. Yeah. And definitely that it, thematically, it works kind of similarly, in that it kind of doesn't go great for everyone involved. Yeah, and it leads to the Romulans
0: becoming kind of a her- her- hermit people that are causing problems sometimes, and stuff like, like that.
1: Right, almost like refugee status, but mm-hmm. not quite, and yeah, so... Yeah. yeah, so they're trying to
0: build enough ships to go evacuate the Romulan people based on Picard's decision that this is the right thing to do. And they've agreed to it and they've they've changed over these places to help create these ships using what they call synths in this universe version which uh amounts to basically androids right but but maybe
1: right. l- less than data androids so they call them also synthetics i think A- and yeah they're essentially like maybe lower quality androids from what data was right
0: it seems like maybe in in most people's opinions they are sentient enough but not they they treat them like Robots, but they're not. They, they, tr- don't.
1: they treat them like robots, yeah.
0: But they don't treat and, them well, which, no. I mean, we're like stabbing into Cylon territory here, it sounds like
1: yeah. almost. It, it, definitely, I think, actually. And, and there's sure. a, well, hard to say like how far they're going. Like, I don't know that. I think after the attack, certainly you get some of the like, we hate Cylon stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, and then there's the, yeah, the Romulan stuff that we got to get into later, but. Yeah. So, the the androids, we don't know why, but they go nuts or don't go well, nuts or something, and they, it,
1: what? It, it, as far as this episode is concerned, there is an attack by the synthetics on this shipyard. They destroy everything and all the ships that they were building. Most kill of, a bunch Mars. of people. Most of Mars, right? Kill a bunch of people. 10,000 people. Everything is bad. The Federation then flips out, bans synthetics everywhere, and... Decides not to go save the Romulans because all the ships blew up. Yeah. And it turns out, I guess, that it was already on
0: dodgy ground on saving the Romulans. Right. So We learned that in the second
1: episode, I think. That second like and third, the Admiral, yeah. The Admirals were actually, like, having to fight back a bunch of opposition to saving the Romulans mm-hmm. I, within the
0: Federation. Fourteen species were going to leave the Federation if they saved the Romulan people. It's like, Wow. What a coalition you've built here, you know? We get the opinion that maybe, like, the Federation has expanded beyond its original charter in terms of letting people in because of, you know, like, the Dominion War and other things where they needed allies, and maybe some of them don't live up to the original Starfleet ideals.
1: Yeah, totally. And I think this show thus far, or of these three episodes, has kind of just been a lot of, like, hey, you remember that Starfleet you remember? Maybe it's not as good as you thought it was. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes
0: a thing gets old, and the bureaucracy of it keeps it functioning, but maybe the idealism of it has washed away a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like when you, uh, you've you washed a shirt a million times, right? It it starts to... The graphic on it fades, even though it still it fits. It fades a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, Picard flips out on the reporter. And says, like, I left Starfleet because Starfleet wasn't Starfleet. You guys are all a bunch of jag-offs. Get out of my house.
1: Yeah, he storms off the interview. Making himself look bad. Obviously making Starfleet look bad, but, you know, eh.
0: Made uh, Starfleet look pretty bad. Made himself look a little bad. Yeah. Anyway, so we get the idea that, you know, okay, this Romulan thing didn't pan out. He had bet everything on it. And his, you know, best friend Data being a synth, he probably doesn't feel like... Since were the problem, certainly. Uh, so he's got two issues with Starfleet. Then you know, <laughs> like right, right, uh, and and somebody somewhere equating the two and saying, "Well, since did this, so we can't rescue the Romulan." You know, there's a lot of yeah. that going on with him that's like doesn't make any sense. So he's he's out. He's done. He yep. quits Starfleet and uh, retires to his chateau to make vino.
1: <laughs> and uh, and then the girl shows up. Bang, at, right on the doorstep. At, at his, uh, in his vineyard.
0: Yep. Find Picard, he'll keep you safe. Okay. She says, yeah. everything in my body says I'll be safe with you.
1: So that's a weird thing to say, but okay. Yeah. Uh, How do you know who I am? <laughs> well, because the interview, but. Right.
0: Well-timed, I guess.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we get more lore dumping here a little bit. A lot. Uh, her. <laughs> yeah. She likes to kind of explain, uh. You know, oh, I work. You know, I was accepted into the Daystrom Institute, which becomes important later. Which is a I, synthetic uh, brain, scan, you know, like a the research institute for, it's for research androids. And yeah, for androids, exactly. Done. <laughs> uh, and you know, I I've, I've been working here, and these people attacked me, and then oh my god, what happened? And I, uh and you, the the look is. Laris is the the female. Laris is the female Romulan. The, the look she gives Picard when she hands the girl tea is good. <laughs> she, <laughs> she might be my favorite character so far. She's I, very
0: good. She's very good. I also the Romulans. I do not remember the Romulans being like super duper British before,
2: but they mm-hmm. are
1: extremely british now (laughs) actually british or like irish uh
0: hmm yeah you're right more maybe a little she's She's, definitely irish right she's definitely irish but she but zabon reminds me of a scotsman quite a bit yeah especially with his like more mellow accent and attitude but then The younger Romulans are
1: definitely, like, Brits. Not. Right. And I think they do a good job here of, well, by the, we get to the third episode and she goes, oh, he can't, like, you know, he won't talk anyway because he's a northerner, you know, and, like, (laughs) basically, like, making fun of the fact that he's a different area of Romulan. Because she points at his forehead ridge and she's like, he's from the north. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Can't be trusted. Yeah. It's like, okay, all right. Take it easy, Lars. I know, right?
0: <laughs> We're all friends here. Don't make him spit acid at me.
1: Uh, well, I late. would
0: never, <laughs> ever, ever stand in front of a Romulan after all these episodes, by the way.
1: Yeah, is everyone in all like all Romulans everywhere just chomping on, at, like, holding, a, like, acid canisters in their mouth or I, something? What? Th- That's th- not, like, a biological thing. I thought that their blood was acid. Am I wrong? I, their blood is green. I don't know that it's acid, though. It, it's it's so Vulcan where's the acid?
0: acid coming from?
1: I assume they just have, like, the false tooth cyanide capsule thing. That's how I'm I I'm pretty it. sure it's their blood. Then how do they just, like, cough up a bunch of blood? You can't just do that on command. I mean, if you bite your lip or something. I don't know. I assumed that it was, like, the spy thing where, like, I will eat this cyanide capsule and before you can learn <sighs> stuff from me. We should, uh... We should look that up because that is—it's a new thing, as far as I know. Um, well, so it's certainly new in this show because they—I I don't ever remember any of the like other Romulan people doing this.
0: I know their blood is green in the sh- in the other shows, right? We've right. seen that before, especially in like in what was it, in Nemesis? You know, yeah, everyone's Nemesis. bleeding green stuff everywhere, but there's no acid spitting in that, as far as I remember. But oh, then they—the stuff they spit in this is green, like their blood. So yeah. I thought it was like, oh, my blood is in my mouth. I'm gonna spit it on you. They it, all seemed it, to know what to do when they got spit on. But you're right; he kind of spit on himself and then
1: disappeared. This dude later on. I mean, well, not all the first them, episode, but like, but all of them then disappear, right? Like it, it they, hmm. you know, there's there's a cover up going on. Yeah, uh, right, right. Even right, in right, this episode. Right, right.
0: So okay, we're out of order. It's not. Yep. I mean,
1: we'll get there, but so uh, you know. Picard has this conversation with the girl and then, you know, takes her to her room or whatever. Dodge. Dodge. Yes, we learn her name, Dodge. She leaves in the middle of the night. So, hold on, though. Did you enjoy the, like, Picard and Data dreams that kind of have gone on here? They only happen in the first episode, don't they? Mm, yeah, or there's, like, re- re-shots of them in the second one, I think. But it's the it's mostly the first episode, yeah. I didn't mind them. I'm glad we
0: are clued in later that they are not, like, premonition or anything like that. Right. And like, yes. Data wasn't having premonition. He's not, like, speaking to them through dreams, right? It's just Picard having PTSD, basically.
1: Right, right. Yes, actually. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it.
0: Which they he describes later. He said, you know, the friend I've been mourning for a decade might – there's some chance that he or his offspring or some part of him – is alive and like I have to deal with that because I think about it every day, right? And right, I so I don't mind the little dreams here. I was worried in the first episode that that was going to be the type of show that we were in, and there was going to be like premonitions and all this kind of stuff. It was going to uh, get Twin Peaksy. Yeah, and then by the second one, it's pretty clear. Like, uh, okay, no, no. that's not what happened. Somebody had access yeah. to data's. Neural files and used the information in there to make stuff right
2: happen.
1: Yeah. It, you know, because this is where, uh, it, you know, he wakes up and then goes to Starfleet HQ and pulls out that painting. Right. Oh, yeah. And, and you learn that this girl looks like Data's daughter. <laughs>
0: yeah, he made a painting called Daughter, which, oh, right. is super mysterious. But then by the third episode, we know... Not actually... It's not like mysterious. This- they he somebody used data's drawing it from his files to create these androids.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh and this is also uh where we uh get our first shots of the Anaheim convention center. Um but also uh he they have a, a on you know, Picard and Dodge are you know, he he looked at all this stuff and talked with her there and then they're getting ready to like leave or go somewhere, and these guys show up in the stair on in the parking garage, basically. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know what purpose it has in Starfleet days. Uh, but. Well, they reskinned it, right? This, like, didn't yeah, look yeah, exactly like a parking garage, but but that's where it was. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> then there, uh, and and Dodge like explodes. <laughs> and there's like a big a bunch of people get shot. Yeah. And yeah. yeah.
0: She turns into Jason Bourne again. Right. She saves Picard from getting killed by these, which here we
1: learn are Romulan
0: assassins, right. So we, basically. Right.
1: We didn't know they were Romulan at this point. And no. then after this, you're like, oh. Because you know, yeah. the helmet comes off. And the one. helmet comes off after Dodge Ace is one of them. He spits acid
0: at Dodge. It hits the rifle and her. Right, So, she's probably screwed anyway, but it hits the rifle, and the rifle overloads and explodes. Right. Um, and then Picard is left on the rooftop and told there was an explosion, but we don't know why, because it's just you running around on the feeds.
1: Yeah, there's just, like, the feed
0: of you running around
1: what happened. Which,
0: <laughs> for five minutes, they're trying to be like, well, maybe there was, like, cloaking or something, and you just sit there thinking to yourself, like, no, clearly it's a cover-up.
1: <laughs> yeah like, this isn't that hard you guys like, yeah trying to find a science explanation for this it's like the I, obvious one i
0: think i honestly think that like laris has a look of like sure picard yeah a cloaking device right yeah you know, and then it, by it,
1: episode it, two you're kind of like oh laris knows what's going on it's the uh is it in episode one you would definitely get a sense of like oh no like He's senile. <laughs> it's like uh, she's like she's like humoring him. He's like, uh huh, okay, buddy, yeah,
2: sure, yeah. Uh, well, in episode
0: then, three, they bring it up again for another reason. So there's a
1: chance. It's true. It's true. So, uh, and th- the thing we get at the end here is, uh, Picard goes and visits this Daystrom, Daystrom Institute Trump. and meets with the scientist Doctor Jurati. I don't remember her, What's first, her first
0: name because name? Pen- Penny,
1: yeah. Doctor. Oh man! This actress is also super familiar to me, but I don't know where I know her from. Uh, I don't remember. I've seen her in stuff before. She's uh, she's certainly been in stuff before because she looked super familiar to me. Hmm. Doctor, what gerardi I don't know how you even spell that. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Agnes Gerardi. Agnes? are Agnes. Dr. Agnes Gerardi. Where'd you f- Where'd you f- pick that up? IMDB. Oh.
0: Maybe if I put in Dr. Agnes. I can't spell Agnes. Well, it's a good day.
1: <laughs> uh, she's been in a bunch of TV stuff, but I think probably the thing I recognize her from is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh, yeah. She was the main. She was the lead she, in that.
0: What's her name? What's the actress's name? Her
1: name is... She was Kim Pine in that. No, what's the Um, actress's name? The the actress's name is Allison Pill. Yes. Okay. Jurati. J.
0: That's why I couldn't spell it right. Oh,
1: yeah. What? Did you think it was
0: a D? I thought it was like Jurati, like G-I-R. Oh, no. Yeah. J-U-R. Allison Pill. She's very good in this, by the way. Yeah, I like her so far. Uh, Oh, she was in Goon. That's where
1: I know her from. Goon. Yes, also Goon, for sure. I... I kind of really like. Like that I said, I've seen in a, her in stuff
0: in a in a silly way. I like her in that. I like that movie,
2: and obviously, that movie she's is good a silly movie, movie. So yeah,
0: yeah, she has a different hair color in that film. That's why I didn't remember her. Wow, we get off track pretty quickly. Yeah. This, All right. So
1: they she's, <laughs> Picard talks to Doctor Girardi, and then it is lore and exposition time. <laughs> oh, it's like part two, right?
0: So part one yeah. was what happened in between. Okay, we kind of get it. There will be more parts filled in later. This is, again, we need to fill in the parts.
1: <laughs> yeah, let, let's talk about things that are going to be related to this show. We need to explain yeah. stuff to you. Right. Here we go. Here, uh And you uh, get a lot of the talk about what happened with the synthetics here and how they got banned and this research institute, while prestigious doesn't get to do a lot of work anymore <laughs> yeah basically kind of- everything they have they do has to be simulated in a computer right and they can't produce any real real synthetics or androids or anything like that but their whole uh, job was to try and produce
0: the holy grail she says was to try and produce biological androids which to me is like right so you're making people
1: <laughs> i mean yes
0: Yeah. Right. yeah which I
1: feel like we have a very cheap way of doing. I mean, certainly it's less <laughs> expensive than this, probably. Um, you know, but that... Science doesn't care about cost, Andrew. That's not what science true, is about. It's true,
0: but it's interesting because, like, it's the world of Star Trek, right? Yeah. Cloning, replicators, all this stuff, and they've they've chosen this route of, like, synthetic androids that are biological, you know, like the, the distinction here is very You could
1: use the replicator to create people, Andrew, that'd be pretty good.
0: I know. I'm just saying like the, the, the distinction of what they're trying to go for with this, with this storyline is a very thin hairline
1: of a story that you're going to have to buy into because I, I just mean, it's like, do you believe that they could have the technology to do something like this? They have the technology to do transporters, so yeah, sure. Well, yeah, but I'm sure there's
0: cloning. It, it's just an odd, it's a very fine definition of what they're trying to go for here. Because the only thing that they're trying to say is, like, they're trying to create humans with positronic brains, basically. Well,
2: I don't, of, I, I don't
1: know that they even say that. I don't know that they even I think they're saying they're trying to create artificial biological humans. Right? They don't even say positronic brains. Well, they have to be. Otherwise, they'd just be cloning people. Well, the, the technique she mentions is some kind of, like, fractional cloning thing or whatever. Based right? on using n- neurons from data? Right.
0: I, this one was the, hard, the hardest part for me to get There's, behind. Okay. That's why I'm slowing us down here, because I'm trying to
1: see if you think that it's a... They swing for the fences in this show the real science, hard. The science in all Star Trek is basically magic. The, and the, the science so part I is not what I'm talking really about. I'm really talking really about, learned. like, after we
0: find out what they're trying to create, the integration to the other parts of the story is a big old Babe Ruth point. And we'll get to it. But like, oh,
1: sure. Like, how did these, how did these two daughters... Well, and yeah,
0: well, what it means to, to the in. Romulans and all this kind of stuff is—we no, like, don't know, man. That's like
1: the—that's the story of the show. Sure, I'd sure. Here, I, so.
0: I, I, look, I'm in. I just, I okay. just want to stop for a minute and like really dig here for what they're trying to make. Because if you have a better understanding of it than me, maybe I'll get more out of it. But like for now, it's kind of like to me, it's the only way I could sort through it was they're trying to create supercomputer-brained people.
1: Yeah, it, uh, there certainly is some kind of potential implication here that, like, maybe they're training them to be super soldiers or something. Yeah. I, but, again, we'd it It would be good if we could just get a scene of, like, two of the Romulans saying, here's our plan, yes, this is a good plan, but we right. don't get that.
2: Right, okay. <laughs> so it's hard yeah. to know.
1: Yeah, it's hard to know what's exactly happening. Especially uh, since we know that the Romulans are way into secrecy and lying to each other about their goals all the time
0: and melodrama
1: yeah oh my gosh
0: we'll get to that too
1: oh my god episode two and three especially yeah oh man so bad okay and so like the big reveal at the end of the episode here is like well the way this thing this method of creating these these android biological androids or whatever me it always produces two so the like there are twins. Twins. Essentially. Mm-hmm. So that means the other one is still out there.
0: Yay! We have a show to do. <laughs>
1: Yay! She's not dead even though she died in the first episode. Yeah.
0: Well, the other one seems like... Sh- well, it... Yeah. They touch on it later. It basically seems like Dodge was manufactured to get Picard to find the other one or something.
1: I didn't get that
0: sense. Oh, okay. Because they... Agnes says in the third episode here, hey, she was like created three years ago. She didn't ever go to any school or anything else. And it seems like she, her creation was just in order to like
1: exist and then find you, you know? Yeah. I, I, I could be wrong. I don't, I don't really understand why. Yeah, see, kinda, that, There's a little bit of a, I don't really like understand a- why she was on earth. There's
0: some sort of hand-waving happening, and I'm kind of confused by it. Unless it's just, like, we are left with the facts as presented because they're trying to give us the character's perspective of not knowing, and then we will know later.
1: You know what I mean? I, I expect they are going to have to address why the other one was, on or why Dodge was on Earth, because it... Since we find out in the second episode very quickly that Daj's sister is nowhere near Earth, we we'll uh, find out at the end of episode one. We see her on the board and cube. Oh, that's right. We do see her on the board cube at the end of episode one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we f- know that there was no reason, f- it, since they were created as twins, in theory, they would have been together. Right. So why did one of them get sent? And that's a one. question that we have not had answered.
0: It, yes, Agnes alludes to it in three where she says, it seems like she was put here for a reason. And uh, obviously our reasoning is because we're watching Picard that yes. she was put there to find Picard. So why she was put there to find Picard is a big question. Right. Okay. Episode I'm kind two. of, yeah. Episode two, Laura's episode episode.
2: <laughs> uh, it,
1: it starts with the big flashbacks, sort of showing the events of the mars attack
2: mars from attacks
1: a more human perspective or android perspective whatever yeah um we want the, the ground android perspective android murder all those people and do some stuff and hey then, jj what's brown and sticky bad jokes
0: <laughs> i don't understand why you would tell an android a joke that bad
1: i don't know either yeah i i don't if they're treating them like i mean i guess they're the workers seem very resentful of all of the synthetic workers there. It's like they're mad at them for like taking their job or I don't something.
0: I think so. I think and it's just like they've become a tool. You know, like there's no way they have to have some sort of labor, right?
1: Right. And the the one of them even mentions that it's like, "Hey, do you want to go out there and do that?" And he's like, "No." And so then it's like, "Well, yeah, that's why we have these guys." Right. So uh it, yeah. As any tool, right, eventually after the tool
0: is no longer new, yeah, it just, just gets thrown back in the it. box right. and it gets dinged up and you don't care about it as much. And so I feel like we've, we're we seeing like synthetics have become this tool workforce that is just thrown around and mistreated and right. um, yeah, that amounts to bad jokes at their expense, I guess.
1: Which don't last long. Ooh. Nope, and then some stuff happens and it goes bad. It
0: looks uh, like he gets some sort of download in his eyes, whatever this F-8 thing is. Yeah, yeah. Not and, clear what that is. And then uh, he aces the whole crew. Mm-hmm. Of this, Very sad. this world, or whatever.
1: And then, yeah, and then uh, turns the defenses bad. on Mars. Back on Mars, and explosions begin. One
0: would hope that now that we know that this could happen that whenever starfleets created on earth um it won't they they won't be allowed to turn the satellites down like it'll be yeah. hardwired into the satellite right like now we know just don't mm-hmm. do
1: it <laughs> uh but who cares about that andrew now let's go watch the new show csi picard which I thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> sure yeah, <that> <laughs> the, uh laris and Picard show up in the flat uh that dodge first uh went jason Bourne in and uh man what a thing man i uh i don't I don't even know where to start on this whole scene
0: i the hand waving is completely unnecessary they did not i don't mind it it's kind of stupid
1: <laughs> it is. Lars busts
0: out a molecular reconstructor
1: or something where they called it something like that.
0: It uses molecular echoes to reenact the scenes in a room, which Picard says, those are illegal in the Federation. Didn't you know
1: Romulan methods of molecular, whatever are illegal in the Federation? And then he says they're not very reliable either. And she
0: goes, "That's what we wanted you to think." And we get the whole thing. We get the first inclination that she is Tal Shiar, which uh, right. for Star Trek fans means she's super secret police,
1: Romulan secret police. Yes, right.
0: which is cool. I like that they brought that up. Um, they didn't.
1: Well, they don't bring it up here, but you definitely get some that she's into stuff yeah. and knows things.
0: It turns out they didn't need the molecular reconstruction because they scrubbed. It didn't help. It, it didn't help. They, they scrubbed it at very high
1: peril to themselves. They had to use some kind of radiation whose name I forgot, and then their magic radiation to get rid of the magic m- molecular
2: echoes or whatever. Let me the let me write
1: thing. let me write your show for you. Don't introduce
0: the magic molecular thing, so you don't have to introduce the magic other thing. Just, Magic molecular cleaner. <laughs> just have her wander around the apartment and say like, "I don't see any evidence." We should look at the computer,
1: <laughs> or have her, or have her wander around the apartment and go, "I think I know what happened here." And then do the like, uh, you know, the, the CSI thing where they like flash back and show you the scene, and then go, "Wait, why isn't the evidence that's supposed to be here be here?" Yeah. And then that's that's all you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, we off. just needed to get to the computer
0: so she could show us that she knew a lot of stuff about people scrubbing things out of computers. JJ, yes. if you just delete the registry, all files look the same. Andrew, what? Did you know that? No, Did crazy. you know that if you just delete the
1: registry, you can't tell the difference between a Doc X and an XLS? I mean... Andrew, this is the future. So I guess their computers work real different than ours.
0: Yeah, so, apparently there's a Unity file structure where everything was created in FileMaker
1: Pro or something. I mean, there is a thing in Windows computers that if you go in and erase it, your computer won't know how to boot, and so yeah. you'll have no files because you'll have no computer. Sure. I mean, yeah, and you could also you could delete like the that. registry, but that doesn't mean that you
0: couldn't you couldn't uh, like friggin Uh,
1: run command into the files you know what i mean uh oh well it actually probably would mean that because the file system wouldn't know where the files start and begin right but usually that doesn't change the fact that you could run a tool and rebuild that registry which is a totally a thing that is possible
0: the files are still there yeah um
1: unless you take a magnet and you wipe it over the
0: hard drive then they're super gone (laughs) can't mag. you can't magnet wipe a star trek hard
1: drive yeah, Come totally. On. Right. So there you go. Yeah. Well, they, these were Romulans, though. Andrews. Yeah. I'm sure they, they have though. their
0: magic tools. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> See, they have they have real magnets. You know, the Federation has only been used. JJ, to- JJ how how <laughs> do you set up your personal assistant, JJ? <laughs> uh, I uh, they're off in this household because I don't want Amazon <clears throat> listening to me. Hey, just like in my house.
0: So our personal assistants wouldn't be able to confuse us for our twin sister on incoming calls.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I love like I said, this is CSI Picard in the way that all those CSI shows are also this stupid. Uh, right? Those police procedural is, shows also do this kind of stuff where they're like the distillation. Through a room and like all of a sudden it's like what is this? And it's like a hair on a bookcase that is in the other side of the house <laughs> from the crime. And, like, someone just notices this hair. This is a red hair. The killer was (sighs) gray-haired. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun! And it's like, someone else was in the house. This isn't evidence. You people are terrible police. (laughs) Like,
2: what are you doing?
1: Yeah. Uh, And just like that, (laughs) this also makes no sense.
0: (laughs) Every Uh, bit of this could have been solved a different way. It really could.
1: It really could
0: have. Yeah, they went the most, like, we gotta have tech
1: solve this problem thing. I know. Right? I like, know. we're We are ragging on this scene very hard, but I enjoyed it.
0: We're <laughs> ragging on this scene because it stands out as the least connected to, like...
1: To the rest of the show. And the rest honestly. of the
0: show, and in general, like, the way Star Trek works. Like, there's a lot of magic hand-waving. But usually, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people solving the problem, and then being like, "This is the magic hand wave we need to do." Now that we've gone through the people problem, right? You know, and so like, this show is not TNG, but it feels no. sometimes like TNG a it little does. bit, right? Like a little bit, not a lot of a bit. little bit. But but this scene, <laughs> scene stands this out as nice. just like, "What are we? What are we doing here?" Let's what just move on. Here? Just wait, we did not need any of this. Just no. anyway, so. CSI is over, thankfully. We yeah. get the idea that Laris is finally. Like, this is how they introduced that Laris is Talshiar,
1: basically. Right, right. And they could have. And then, and then Laris brings up the Jad Vosh. Oh, no, JJ. Ultra, super, double secret, hyper probation Romulan <laughs> secret police.
0: If the secret police had to be afraid of the secret police, these were the secret police they'd be afraid of.
2: They're, and so, they're a
0: myth, Andrew. They don't even exist. This is Zabon is just like, this is dumb. You, this is a story for
1: school children. Let's we move tell on. the story to kids. Come on, this isn't real. No. Zabon, they're real, okay? Yeah. Come on. Why don't you believe? It's like, and they and they really don't like androids. We also learned that. That's their thing. They don't oh, like them.
0: They have a super deep dark secret that no one can ever know. And it's the biggest secret in the whole universe. They don't like androids. That's the secret. <laughs> that's the that's the secret. But also it's probably deeper than that. Probably. Because the whole show's going to be based around it. Oh man. There's exposition dump in in the first episode, but this exposition dump was certainly something. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> we're ra- I love that we're ragging on it, but it's yeah, fine I, it, it's not that bad it's just yeah it was totally fine it was fine
1: uh also we learned that these androids must be pretty good because they're boning <laughs> uh
2: yeah, you what's see Dodge's
1: sister oh yeah and and this romulan guy who we now have been introduced to but we don't really know much about uh who we learn more about in this episode right uh what's his name uh great question <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cause um, she says it one time in episode three, and he he, introduces himself in episode one. mm,
2: Yeah, end of that second.
1: And I don't. We learn some more stuff about him in episode three, but you don't really learn much about him.
2: Yeah, just that he
1: like he works for the Romulans because he's Romulan, and also is like on this Borg cube. Yeah, she certainly is. Neric. Narek. I would believe I would believe you if that told me that was a name of a Romulan. Narek.
0: His okay. name is Nerik. I have no idea what his sister's name is. I'm not that with it.
1: Yeah. Well, I... Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to her in a sec. Hold on. <laughs> uh, but he clearly has some kind of relationship with this girl. Asha? Soji? Soji? Who are we talking about? The other... The, uh, an- the
2: other android? The, the sister? The twin
0: sister. Soji. Soji Soji Asha?
1: Maybe. Might be Soji Asha. Okay. Soji Asha, yes. Yes. Okay. So he he has some kind of relationship with her. Uh and we get to see some of her work on the Cube. She's going through and looking at uh old dead borgs and doing can't really tell what. There's something going on called the Borg Reclamation Project. Right. We hear that brought up here.
0: So, this is starting to be where, like, why the other stuff is fine. Why the silly Romulan stuff that we get let in on through exposition and Laris is, like, interesting. Mm -hmm. It's because the Romulans hate synthetic life, basically. They hate it.
1: And, and we like, got that. It's a bad thing.
0: They don't have, Lara says they don't have AI. All their computers are number crunching computers only. Right. Uh, which is like kind of impressively backwards, you know? Right. The, like the sense of all Starfleet ships are basically AI run. Right. Um, so what they're doing with a Borg cube where like, Technology is integrated with the Borg and essentially almost like androids, right?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, the, you know,
0: what they're doing there with the collapsed Borg cube is very curious and like interesting in, in its curiosity to me. Of like, okay, here's yeah. where to me the beginning of the swinging for the fences is happening because. If the story is going to be that deep, uh, that it runs to the core of the Romulan Empire and some sort of huge historical decision they made, like this could be like shaking the fabric of Star Trek. Big, could maybe, be. yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, we'll
1: see. It, also, I don't, I don't get the impression that the Romulans have much of an empire anymore. Uh, well, clearly they don't, right? But it yeah. would like
0: retroactively like
1: to, yes, inform to the to yeah yeah exactly. the shows. So, uh, interesting. Uh, Undoubtedly, we will learn more about it. We do learn more about it here in Episode 3, but I don't think we learn too much more about it here in Episode 2.
0: No, Episode 2 involves the information that we get from all that uh, CSI stuff. Picard, then, being the good boy, takes all his information back to Starfleet.
1: Well, so, actually, before that, we get... uh, Don't we get Picard talking to his... uh, his doctor.
0: Is that in episode two?
1: Yeah, because he wants to be fit for, fit interstellar, for service. interstellar
0: service according to Starfleet regulations. Right. Uh, which is the doctor. I love that they brought in that actor.
1: Also, it's the same guy. Is it? who? Yes. I recognized him from the early episode. It's It looks like the same actor. If it's not him, it is a great facsimile of an older him. Did they, I mean, because I know him, He he's a very famous actor. I'm pretty sure it's him. From the, from when he was on earth and visited his doctor before. Huh. Okay. Because cool. I, I wrote in my notes like, oh, it's his old friend. Yeah. Like. Right on. Okay. Uh, I, I don't remember that episode very well.
0: And I didn't take note of that actor being important, but that's super cool that they brought him back because I would
1: imagine that he's the same guy. Yeah. It was like a little uh hey, here it is, you know. It's yeah. just uh they didn't make a big deal about it. You, it was clear he was his doctor. That was all you yeah. needed to know. Yeah. Um uh, and he has some bad news. <laughs> uh yeah, this is kinda sad,
0: especially because that kinda puts the show on a either one course where we have to say there's gonna be magic or well, it puts us on not, three courses. Not a, First not course, yeah. Maybe we just need to find Beverly Crusher and get her to solve this
1: problem. There you go. Because she solves every other problem. I don't understand why she couldn't solve this one. Or, you know, maybe if Beverly Crusher won't do it, Dr. Pulaski would. Sure.
2: Yeah. We
1: could do that. Probably not, though. Probably not. No. I don't think they're going to do that.
0: Okay. So, he basically gives uh, Picard the news that there's an abnormality in his brain. His parietal lobe. Yeah. Which we assume is cancer or a tumor. Uh
1: Something. Although they're yeah,
0: sufficiently vague that it could be something remaining from the
1: Borg. Or it could be something from his, uh, what's the syndrome that he has? Oh. Picard, Picard, when he was young, had a thing that made all his hair fall out. Mm-hmm. And it could be, like, some re-onset of that thing, which well, is, I, so, yeah. who knows? What's weird is that they didn't bring up his heart.
0: Right. Right, like, that would be the thing I would have thought um you you rheumatoid syndrome yeah ur, that's rheumatic syndrome the Neuro- one had degenerative before. neurological disorder causing degeneration deterioration of synaptic pathways De, uh condition causes confusion in delusions and eventually death so it's probably related to that um you would you would assume right uh, yeah, and so I would assume that that is part of this. It's interesting, though. He got stabbed in the heart, and they're like, no, your heart's fine still. Probably because uh, it got yeah. replaced, right?
1: Yeah, they they fixed it up with good clone ones or whatever. Don't yeah. worry.
0: Um, so I would so guess then- you're right that it's related to this. And, of course, this is the thing I was talking about earlier, where they come back to, hey, are you having tough time sleeping are you irritable right. like you were in an interview on TV? Are you crazy? <laughs> are you are you starting to see things maybe that aren't there that other people don't see? Like we saw the security footage of you running around for no reason? They do an okay job of making you think that that might be a thing, but then they just like shoot it in the foot five seconds later when they <laughs> you go yeah. to Star Trek Spec Ops. <laughs> oh, man. All right.
1: Well, hold on. I want to point out one thing, though. Uh, there's a shot as he, like, leaves and comes into Starfleet headquarters where there's, like, a bunch of gates in a row that, like, transporter gates. You mean where the securities are for BlizzCon? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, also, uh, it reminded me so much of a book. That had nothing to do with Star Trek. Because the way transporters have always been used in Star Trek. is kind of just like, you could just show up wherever. Like, why didn't he just beam into the Admiral's office? You know? One would hope that they don't
0: allow beaming into Starfleet. After how many times Starfleet's been messed up.
1: Uh, I just am more uh, like the gateway. Where it's like, oh, we beam. It's like the public transporter gateways, you know? Yeah. Uh, there's a book called the uh, Hyperion. Contos is the Hyperion? I think it's just called Hyperion, the first one. Okay. It's a series. Anyway, they literally have this exact construct of, like, a row of five gates in a row, and all of them are, like, doorways to other worlds. It's literally the same thing. Like, th- that, shot, that shot for shot appeared in my mind while reading that book. Yeah. So, well, I wanted to bring that up. It's a I weird it like, thing, ah, too. I wonder if it's,
0: like, a security
1: measure. And so, I had to think
0: about it. Probably, that. Right? I had to think about it, because... If you're beaming from somewhere, you don't need a pad. So, like, if you were going to beam directly in front of Starfleet headquarters... Yeah, you're just going to You there. just beam in front of it wherever they allow beaming, right? Like, I, one would assume you can't beam into the offices because there's stuff in there. Or, like, so, you
1: can't beam into the, like, secret vaults or whatever. Yeah.
0: Right? so So, they've got some sort of anti-beaming technology. So, to me, that was... Set up in the way to look like there's no way past those devices. If you look at the shot, yeah. those devices ring that whole shot, so you can't just walk through. Well, I mean, I guess you could walk through, but I mean, have, maybe that seems that's like near, it's some like, sort of security to thing to yeah. me. Yeah, I love the I, shot I though. He walks in, and <laughs> you can see Hall A in the background. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. the convention center.
2: And he walks up information to the help desk that we've, yeah, you, that can
0: we've get your, you can get your convention map at. And he's yep. like, I have an appointment with the Admiral. He's like, yeah, what's okay. your name? Who are you? <laughs> cool story, bro. Yeah. Oh, I'm Picard. P-I-C-A-R-D. He has to spell it. And the guy's like, all right, old man, oh. let me type your name.
2: Oh, cool. Name,
0: nice to see you up and around, old man. <laughs> Clearly not super happy that he's there. Yeah. Well, he just, just doesn't know who he is. It's just kind of like speaks to the meeting he has next, right? Like no yeah. one knows who this guy is anymore. He's been gone for 15 years. There's probably a whole crop of cadets that,
1: you know, might learn about him in school, I guess. Maybe. Maybe. And. You know, and like you said, Picard, being the Boy Scout that he is, takes all his stuff to Starfleet and is like, "Look, there is stuff going on here. It's bad. The yeah. Romulans are operating openly on Earth. This is not good for us." And the admiral's like, "Who are you? Get out of here with this!" No, she she doesn't say, "Who are you? Who do you no, think you say, are?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Is like, "Who do you think you are? I'm not doing this for you." Yeah, he's you- like, "Oh, he's like, oh, I okay. Well, if you think me being an admiral is too much." Uh, you can demote me to captain. She's like, and, the, be fine. and this is the second time we hear her. you have
0: the most hubris of anyone. The lady is like incensed. Yeah, like, no, get, you get out of here. get out. That you don't belong here. I physically hate being in your presence. As if we didn't always see eye to eye. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> we still don't get out. Yeah. <laughs> You wanted to disband the federation to save Romulans. I don't like them. No one else likes them. We did all we could for them. You need to go away. Go back to your farm.
2: Right. So that was a uh, it was not a good meeting. Immediately <laughs> after
1: immediately <laughs> after that I was like, this admiral has some kind of other agenda here. Uh and I wasn't right. I didn't get the impression that she had an agenda. She
0: just right. did well, like Well, so it I her.
1: wasn't I wrote the notes as I was watching the show, sure, so sure. I didn't know. The scene that happens literally right after this. Yeah. Where we find out that there is someone who
0: does have an agenda. Right, because she says, yeah, just doing my due diligence, I gotta contact the security office and say, someone saw Romulans around here. And the this lady who is Vulcan? She's Vulcan, yes. Or is she? No, she's Vulcan. Is she though? She's Vulcan. Is she? She's
1: Vulcan. We've seen people that aren't be what they say they are No, I mean, you haven't know. yet. <laughs> eh, okay, fine. Uh, we see uh, this she's Vulcan Vul- lady Vulcan. being like, I- if there were Romulans here, I would know. Yeah. And then you would know because I would because tell you. I am the best security Commodore of all time. Yeah. And I'm into telling you all my secrets for sure. Yeah. Definitely not keeping any other ones. Okay, thanks, Admiral Lady. Can you send in Obvious undercover Romulan agent number two, please. Yeah. (laughs) And then she comes in and gets yelled at by the security lady for basically messing up.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But the security
0: lady was in charge of this Romulan mission. And multiple times I looked at this girl's ears and thought, they look weird. Mm Mm-hmm. Something about them is off. Mm Mm-hmm. Turns out. She's Romulan. They're a little off. <laughs>
1: yeah. You find that out in the next you find that out in the next episode. Because she's um, yeah.
0: Yeah, she has a bunch of like Vulcan th- this is Commodore Oil I'm talking about. She has like a bunch of Vulcan um stuff in her office. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pretty sure they're trying to establish her as Vulcan. They they do a I, good job. I, I think she's secretly Romulan. I don't think so. Everyone in this episode is secretly Romulan. <laughs> but they're all Romulans. <laughs> All of Starfleet mm-hmm. is Romulan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And then we get into like this is the beginning of how convoluted this is going to get
1: because that Picard shows up Picard, and, yeah, in the, the rocks okay, somewhere yeah. and a lady and meets no. a lady and she's not happy with and then he, that's the end of the episode. The,
0: does is that the end of it? Yeah. No. No, he he he. He communicates with her before the end of the episode, but I don't think he meets her until the next one. Okay. I yeah, just he, had the, like, who is this lady as the, my last comment. Hmm. He he taps his communicator and says he needs to talk to Rafi, but don't hang okay. up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, the Yeah, because the next episode is where we really get into who all those people were. But. <laughs> yeah. Man. Ooh, whoa. Okay. I don't know. How did you feel about two? I felt more interested in the story at the end of two than I was at the end of one. But I felt like Mm -hmm. two started to deviate from Star Trek in a little bit of a way. Not like from Star Trek, Star Trek, but like, hey, maybe this isn't going to be TNG. Or not like TNG, TNG,
1: but like have the same goals
0: as TNG, right? This is going to be more
1: of a melodrama and... I think that was clear to me from the outset so I wasn't terribly like disheartened by that or anything but yeah. it's certainly 2 is where the story starts picking up and there's like threads you can pick at and stuff going on and right like it's actually a thing that's happening now as opposed to just like stuff they're telling us about right Okay we start with a flashback at the beginning of 3 we do a big one. Uh, so no, no. So they must. Ha- he must have gone and seen her at the end of episode two, because you start at the beginning of episode three with a flashback of him and her.
0: Oh yeah, you're probably right then. Yeah. So okay. he goes
1: and meets her, and like she's I watched mad them about, about all in one go, him.
0: So I didn't watch the first one. But
1: I watched the of, two back to back. He goes and meets this woman Rafi, who I don't even know if we get the name at this point. Yeah. And she's she's mad about seeing him, but he brings the wine, so she's like, okay. And then says, fine, and then that's the end of the episode. And then episode three opens
0: with... Well, no, well, then, well then, then then we find out that Rizzo is Romulan in episode two, then.
1: The lieutenant from Earth. You see her talking to Narek, but you she's human in that holocaust. He calls her sister in the holocaust. He calls her sister in three. I don't think he calls her sister in two.
0: No, I'm pretty sure in the hollow thing, she talks about her being his little brother, her little brother.
2: Mm. I don't like, remember if that was the case. Okay, well, not.
0: she's Romulan and, and that's her little brother,
1: Narek, anyway, the yeah. one that is following Soji around the board cube. It was clear she was Romulan because she's talking to another Romulan on the secret Romulan base yeah. area. And she's did, clearly in charge of this guy. So. Did we find out in 2 or 3
0: about what's going on in the Borg cube? I think we find out in 3. three. more. Okay. It's
1: definitely 3. 3 okay. has a lot of Borg stuff. Okay.
0: What did we miss in 2? God, man. Uh, I, think
1: I think we got know. all of it. Okay. And the, the opening stuff in 3 is the backstory on Picard and Rafi and, and why nice she hates luck. Picard. <laughs> And, like, a nice little bit of political commentary there, JL. It's she Do you L- like that she calls him JL? No, I hate it. I also did not like
0: it. I hate it because she doesn't stop calling him JL. If I... Uh,
1: she doesn't call him JL anymore in the present, I think. Yes, she does. She doesn't does say she? anything to him initially,
0: but when she... She's talking to him at the table and saying how her life has fallen apart. She calls him JL. Does she again? No. Yeah. And I don't like, like it. Something about it is off. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. Something about Rafi to me is off, and it's I like don't know over, what it is. Overly
1: familiar, I think, is the problem I have with it. Also, like, were this they a begins, Maybe Unless they were a thing. Maybe they were a thing, and that's were, why it's that's maybe, why it's maybe weird. They were a thing. Maybe they were a thing. I
0: don't know. But Who knows? Also, I don't like the cussing. She just starts, like, openly F... Well, the F-bomb comes in two from the Admiral. And then Rafi is just, like, openly cussing all the time. And Mm -hmm. that's, to me, where we're starting to be like, well, I guess the TNG environment is dead. Right? Like... I mean, this show doesn't have to be on broadcast TV so they can I swear. I understand that. But it feels out of place. No one... Picard never cusses. And so, like... He didn't yet. I, I know that. But, like, I wouldn't personally cuss around Picard. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would sure. I would be like, I can't. It's still like walking around somebody's parents. You'd be like, I cannot behave that way in front of, you know, JJ's parents. So. I,
1: I, uh, I think that... Some of this is a little more of their attempt to sort of show you that, like, hey, the Federation is kind of tarnished and worn here, and it's a little gritty and real. Yeah. Even if I don't necessarily like it.
0: I don't necessarily... Rafi's going to have to win me over the whole, like, she's a drug addict thing, but she's also a a super genius
1: and, like... So like yeah, it's not clear first off what her deal is. Like yeah. you get the, you get the we get the nice backstory of her and Picard, and you get the you find out what happened, why he actually did retire from Starfleet. Well, he yeah,
0: so he the, he the the attack happens. They try to come up with a new plan for rescuing the Romulans, and Federation okay. says no. He says, well then I'll you have to tell it, you have to
1: fire me. It sounds like he had a he and Rafi had come up with a plan that would meet all their demands but still allow them to save you know some or most or whatever of the Romulans you know using these extra ships or whatever and Rafi had done all this work and then the admirals were like no we're going to ban all this stuff get out of here and yeah. then Picard was like yeah because they were well, going to try and you use either- synthetics to help them do it right and then Picard says well either you let me do this or I'm resigning right now they're like okay give us the resignation <laughs> yeah And, you know, so he's, uh, and then Rafi gets fired (laughs) and then Rafi gets fired. Uh, so that's a little, uh, yikes. But then we also learned like then the next sentence, it was 14 years ago. Yeah. Uh, man. Yikes. It was 14 years ago and he never checked in on her one time. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's like this This, to me. See, not
0: good friends. But that's the thing to me is, like, did they have a relationship? If so, you'd think, like, he would have checked in on her. Like, Picard, this doesn't line up to me. And part of that's the problem with it is, like, it doesn't line up. People cursing around Picard doesn't line up because he's not that type of guy that you would be like, have you Picard? Or, like, he wouldn't wouldn't have checked in on this person. I don't know. Some of this doesn't line up
1: to me. So I, the cursing stuff doesn't bother me. I didn't even think about it for 10 seconds until sure, you brought fine, it up. Fine. But the definitely her and her character don't line up with what's happening in this show right now. And, and I'm I'm confused as to what her motivation is here because she doesn't like him. And no. so why does she help him? She tells him to get lost and then helps him anyway. Well, it helps him find so, a ship because she says she's not going to
0: help him. But he knows that she can't help herself when he says there's a conspiracy.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know if he's, like – it almost feels like he's, like, preying on her mental illness or something in a weird way. And it's kind of – it feels bad. Something about Rafi and Picard and
0: Rafi's addictions and something is off and feels off and some – they're going to need yeah. to fix it for me to not be, like, weirded by it. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Also, I particularly think, like, in episode two and three here, the Romulans are... Their conversations are super lengthy every time.
1: Well, they're giving you that that lore and exposition, man. Well,
0: but, like, just, like, Rizzo talking to Narek is just so long and, like, so melodramatic. (laughs) That stuff happens at the end
1: of episode three,
0: but I, yes. I know, but it is long and melodramatic. And then, like, is Rafi... I don't know if she's overacting or, like... But she's, like, super on the ragged edge in terms of...
1: All the Romulan people are overacting, for sure. Yeah. I don't know what's up with, with Rafi. I don't... Okay,
0: so... I, I don't know. I like that we're on the same page a little bit with, like, I don't know about this Rafi situation.
1: The big thing that comes up next is you know we get some more of soji on the ship and we learn that they are really trying to like rehab borg they're, that's what it's about
0: they're reha- they're removing the borg slowly from the cube and they're removing the borg from the people that were assimilated but there. they're also like doing stuff with the cube we only see soji's job which is is to removing the people from the cube yeah but there's other stuff happening in the cube too
1: oh certainly yeah. I mean, it's a whole big old thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but we, we get the first glimpse of uh, Hugh here, I think.
0: After after we see all, all that stuff, um, she speaks to one of the aliens in the, their own language, and Hugh is like, right. that's super cool. And we see that Hugh is the, what
1: is he, the project director. Yeah, he calls himself the director of the Borg Reclamation Project.
0: Which is cool. Yes. Um, why the Romulans are so involved with it if it's run by an ex Borg. XB, human. by the way. They call them XB. Oh, do they? I, I didn't hear that. Yeah, they're, so they're nameless when they're Borg that haven't been con- converted yet. Then they're XB until they remember who they are. Ah. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, but aboard the cube, she's trying to figure stuff out about why the Romulans were assimilated, and this was the only batch of Romulans ever assimilated.
1: I think she says that later.
0: No, Hugh says that.
1: Oh, right. Hugh says that to her. These are the
0: only batch of Romulans ever assimilated. She's trying to get in and talk to one of them because she thinks that that person's the key to understanding what happened, and we find out that There's a bunch of drones that are damaged in terms of their personalities, right? They can't – they're not able to come back from being drones. But all of them are Romulan. Right.
1: So something weird has happened there. But before we get too much cool stuff, we have to go meet someone else. Maybe – my second favorite character. <laughs> I enjoyed this whole part.
0: I like Laris quite a bit, but this guy's vying for second place.
1: Uh and we meet uh first we meet uh the <laughs> s- the EMH, uh who is great. <laughs> he has an EMH and an E M H? A- so okay, so I was gonna ask this question because I thought I heard him refer to E N H also. Yeah. But what is the N navigation? Yes. He has basically like a like a crew
0: of holograms to help him of himself run this ship yes of himself that have different accents than him
1: It is good it's really good The medical hologram it, so I it wasn't clear to me that there were different holograms uh Yeah but I guess it is. Uh, they were wearing great. different clothes. As they, far were wearing against, different, yeah. they were wearing different clothes. So uh, he has
0: an EMH that he clearly disdains. Emergency medical hologram. Yes. Yeah, clearly he disdains. That, and, of course, looks like him. So it's funny that he hates it so much. Yeah. That he has pull a piece of shrapnel out of him when we meet right. him. And then just yes. kicks off and the bridge. While he is smoking and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. This is... uh. A contact brought to Picard by Rafi.
1: Yes. Uh, This is the pilot that Picard was looking for.
0: Right. And he has some sort of unregistered ship or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you could tell he's kind of like a down and
1: out Starfleet officer. And and Picard even makes that notice. Like, he's like, hey, this ship is all spick and span in Starfleet style. And. Uh, everything is you know regulation here you know what's your deal he mentions the name of some ship and then is like you know but i'm not starfleet and later we learn uh he his captain was killed in front of him his uh, captain and, and that ship it sounds like because he said yeah. the ship was erased uh, that's like that's the cover-up that's what that means right
0: yeah they covered up
1: the fact that it that whatever happened happened
0: la, si- la sirena la sirena Oh, no, that's the name of his current ship.
1: Yeah, I think. Oh, they don't say that, but i that might be what it is. The Siren? Well, I mean, that's what it sounds like. But yeah. uh, this guy's ship that rad. he was in what I say.
0: was the Ibn, Ibn, Mahid? Ibn Majid. You're, you're reading stuff on a wiki and you should stop. I, I like it. I, I want to uh, know more about this dude because... Well, then watch the
2: show! <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he was XO of that ship that he said... Yeah bad things happened on, and then was erased by Starfleet. Right. And like that, a black like, op gone wrong, kind of, and then... He clearly know, enjoyed being... didn't even BASO. give us our
1: funerals. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Francis X. Hummel is going to have to take control of the rock here.
2: To get oh, some man. justice
1: for these soldiers. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but uh, he is great. He's great. Him arguing with the ENH in his quarters as he's trying <laughs> to read the book is also great. That whole scene is wonderful. Yes. Uh, you. There is
0: no longer a navigational emergency. Go, go away. away.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, don't do Come it. Oh, no. no. Yeah, he's like, no. Oh! He just disappeared. So great. Love that guy. Uh, excited to see more of him as the show goes on.
0: He is the type of thing I expected from this show. Mm. When I saw, okay, it's going to be like a more of a down and out universe because Picard's not in Starfleet anymore. We're going to get some sort of like down and out Starfleet officers. Yeah, and that I mean, this is what I
1: wanted. He shows up and he is having what it would be like medical surgery. While he is drinking, throws <laughs> whiskey on
0: his wound in the twenty second century or whatever it is. He,
1: he has the he has the he has the the replicator beam whiskey in front of him. Yeah, so he <laughs> throws can it throw on the it wound on the wound in the. Then he offers some to Picard. <laughs> so very good. good, great scene, best scene in the whole episode. Very sure. good. Uh, We get Doctor O oh, actually second best scene or not Doctor O? That's from uh, a different Doctor Girardi. Doctor Girardi. Oh, sorry, doesn't show up yet because Picard is getting ready to leave. Uh, no, 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 no. Commodore O visits Dr. Girardi first, right? Oh yes, Commodore O visits Dr. Gerati. And says, like, him. tell me everything about Picard. And she get and uh the, the actress who I'm liking more as this show goes oh, on. Oh, yeah, she's good. Is like oh shit. You can see the <laughs> on her face, she's like, Oh, this is bad. Oh. I like that later on. She's
0: like, I'm a terrible liar, so I just told her everything. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't.
1: I just. It's just it, better this way. <laughs> and you can just see his face. He's like, I understand. You're it's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: which you knew as soon as she said something to Commodore. Oh, we were going to have
1: People the next scene. show up scene. at Picard's house. Yep. yep. People show up at Picard's house and try to kill him. And... Uh, I re- my note on this seat is like, wow, they have a lot of guns stored around their house.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because <laughs> uh, Larus and Zabon and Picard uh, reach underneath tables and pull out blasters and start yeah. going down on people. <laughs> yeah, they've really... The phaser has disappeared, hasn't it? Well, I, you know, these are Romulans, so they keep Romulan guns for some reason. Okay. But I don't know why... Uh, you know, like, I, I don't... I understand why... Laris and Zavon stash guns all over the house. Sure. That I get. Yeah. It's like, but wouldn't it have been easier to get phasers? And so then wouldn't you just use those? Yeah. Instead of like Romulan pistols or whatever, but okay, whatever. Well, after this, they're set, man. They got so many guns. (laughs) They even show a shot of like, we (laughs) have all the guns (laughs) lined up. (laughs) We got rifles. We got the handguns. Zabon's like piling the dead
0: bodies in the corner. Yeah, man. And we get back to oh. the thing we were talking about earlier with the the Northerner in the chair. Right. Yeah, that was the thing we were talking about. They try to him. get info out of him, and basically all he says is that Soji is the destroyer. Right. He calls her the destroyer. Uh, and then acid spit everywhere.
1: Right. Yep. Uh, cut uh, back to the Borg Soji. cube in Soji. Soji on the Borg. Yep. You know? And... Hugh takes her down to see the live reclamation prisoners here.
0: Right. The ones that are having trouble reacclimating, uh, which right. are all Romulan. And she speaks to Rombla? Ramda? Ramda? I didn't, I didn't get the name of the... It doesn't matter. She basically uh, says, you know, all this information in a huge lore dump and then says she doesn't know how she knew it uh, about Romulans and the ships they were brought in on and... Right. How they were assimilated,
1: it, it, and so you get the you get the feeling here that this Borg cube assimilated these people. She said it was an imperial ship, so that's like a, a key that this was something important to the Romulan government or whatever. Right? Now, I can't like get certain some number of passengers on the ship. Yeah, and yeah. First off, we don't know how she knows any of this, but then this was the last assimilation
0: before the cube collapsed. Right. And so that means to me that this is not
1: Hughes Cube. No, I don't think that... It's definitely not. I didn't get that impression. Because Hugh's Cube uh, would I'm have
0: been up. way, way, way before this. And the Borg that they are removing f- stuff from, they said, have been in hibernation for 14 years. Hmm. huh Lines up perfectly with the destruction of that planet and the supernova and all that sort of stuff. And then this cube collapses at the same time.
1: I didn't hear the 14-year thing. Yeah, um, so
0: when they're working on removing the stuff from the one she speaks the language to, the Nameless. Oh, okay. That was episode two. In episode two? Yes. I guess? Yes. Uh, They mention that the that Borg has been in stasis for 14 years. Oh, crazy. Okay. Yes. So there's mm. some sort of connection. Man, they're really. They, they want I'm, you to think there's a connection for sure. I'm, yeah. They're building it. They're building this connection, which is what I was saying earlier. You know, they're really swinging for the fence on some sort of backstory with the Romulans and synthetics that is going to be pretty big in terms of its scope, right? I don't mm-hmm. know if it'll be big in terms of like how it affects the Star Trek universe or whatever, but it seems right. like. The Borg Synthetics and the Romulans have this weird uh tri you know triad thing that are yeah, starting they're, they're to related to, yeah, and it all stems from the same point in time right with mm-hmm. uh laris's suggestion, I think or somebody else's suggestion that maybe no it's Rafi's suggestion that someone somewhere may have sabotaged. And she thinks it might have been the Romulans sabotaged the rescue of the Romulans.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Rafi does make that suggestion here. Yeah. uh, In this episode. And the uh, show, she she talks with this lady, you know, in a using this like, who is using this like tarot puzzle or something, you know, and then mentions that uh, Dodge is. You know the which of the, which are you? I know you from tomorrow. All this kind of like cryptic. Yeah, stuff. which sister are you? She says to which her, "Which sister are you?" Yep, and then uh, you know, Dodge yeah. starts freaking out, and she also says she's the Destroyer. Right, she calls her the Destroyer. All the people in the room, all the uh, the like damaged, unfunctional, less functional Borg people, Romulans. Yeah, uh, all Romulans all look at her when they say the Destroyer. Yeah, it was a cool moment. It was a cool thing. Hugh's freaking uh, out. <laughs> yep. Hugh, Hugh's losing it? Uh and the lady grabs a sidearm from one of the Romulan guards uh and looks like she's gonna shoot herself. And Jason Bourne uh, too. <laughs> J yeah. Do- uh, sorry, I almost folded dodge again. Soji intervenes and grabs the blaster out of her hand uh Jason Bourne style and yeah. uh Hugh gets super pissed at the guard. And then is like you know, oh, secure your weapons, you idiots! Quick, let's get this girl out of here before he anyone sees what <laughs> happened. <laughs> um, so I wonder, like, is Hugh in on it? It feels like he is, right?
0: No, I think Hugh doesn't,
2: because he said, like, like
0: how would you know all that stuff about the the Romulan ship the, and stuff the like, ship like that? And all that yeah. stuff, yeah. I don't think I think he is in. On her being an android thing, he doesn't know that. No, I don't think so. I think he's fully in on just trying to save all these Borg people, and that's kind of his thing. His I think thing. he's going to get dragged into. Well, you, everyone is probably. <laughs> I hope he is because,
1: like, well, because you get the the next scene she's, is
0: she's somewhat she's got to be connected to the Borg somehow, right? Like,
1: yeah,
2: she I mean, would only have known
0: some right of line. that info if she were or had been connected to the Cube.
2: Yeah.
1: So something's and, up. And the, with and that. the next scene is where we get her calling her mom, and <laughs> then half halfway through the conversation she falls asleep. Clearly some sort of code happened when she said Dodge is getting a dog. Yeah, it, it's like one of those like uh what's the like the mnemonic trigger mm, or whatever right. that puts her to sleep. Right. Uh and then the scene ap- the scene after that we get uh our good friend Narek, and who is the other Romulan lady
2: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Rizzo Narissa. is it is it Rizzo yes yeah Narissa Rizzo and his sister Narek and his sister Rizzo she is on the cube now and looks Romulan doesn't (laughs) yeah he says you got your ears back gave up your her Starfleet pretense there uh, and she impresses on him that his like more (sighs) subtle method or whatever is not working it's and almost cringeworthy and how over dramatic the, the romulans are in this show so far she's gonna have to do the murder now uh-huh. uh and he's like oh you approved this it's your fault for it being bad because you the told first me i could do it no he says like yeah. he says like you know
0: you're the one that botched the thing on earth so maybe you give me some more time
1: yeah so we'll see uh yeah. what that's about Jad uh, Vosh. This is so. I want to point out. This is the point when I realized that they were brother and sister. I didn't know that before. Now it's like I just have a oh, note that's like, "Oh my it. God, she's okay. his sister." Like, what? Whoa. Yeah. Uh. And th- yeah, jod Vosh, man. jod Vosh. Okay. Okay. And then we get the best scene in the whole show, at the very end. Oh yeah. Well, the one you've been waiting for since you the saw the trailer. The one you've been waiting for. Yeah. Right. Exactly.
0: Uh, and uh, they, what's her face shows up again. Rafi says she's coming along because she wants to go
1: to Free Cloud. Right, the place they're going, Free Cloud. For some reason, she wants to go there, and she's not inter- so interested taking, in saying what's happening. Uh, she's all. They're also taking the Doctor Gerardi. Right. So which, in the at the end of the uh, the fight, there's a call with the sp- the uh, the captain Rios and. He's like Picard, hey, hey, we're ready to go. Also we uh, need and, uh, to go. <laughs> like Yeah, now. also we need also we need to go. And the uh yeah, the captain's like, Hey, uh some sources told me that stuff is bad for you. Also, <laughs> it's gonna be bad for us if we don't leave soon. Yeah. Uh and then the doctor is like, Hey, you have to take me me while the comm badge is open <laughs> so he can hear her too <laughs> and is like, uh, you have to take me because I'm an expert on all this stuff and blah blah blah. We have to go now. And I, I won't be a burden, I promise. And he, the card's like, yeah, sure, whatever, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they teleport up there. Uh, and yeah, and Rafi is there. And she's like, oh, I want, I don't want to go to, I want to go to Free Cloud for my own inscrutable also, reasons. Also, what you need is on Free Cloud. So we're going together. Also, so we're going together. And we're not friends, though. Uh, All right. And you then, get to say it, man. Enjoy. And, th- uh, and then you start hearing the music. And then Picard the music. says, "The music, dude. The music. I know." And then Picard says, "Engage," and you see the ship turn, and then you hear the theme from TNG, and it takes off. So good. Wow. Yeah, I just wrote in huge letters the theme. Yep. <laughs> oh man, so good. Well, we Great didn't scene. Even talk about. We should do it at the end. Uh, The music in this show has actually been really great uh, throughout, actually. We've talked about
0: every opening. We did the opening credits thing one time. What do you Mm -hmm. think of the opening credits of this show? We talked about Discovery. I like those. Sure. It's very different from those other ones. It's very different that it took the Discovery change of like, oh, this is kind of like disjointed and like has a bunch of other images. It's Mm -hmm. not like ships in space and stuff like that. But it had the Discovery in it moving around. Right. This is a whole new animal with, like, a broken piece of glass. Mm-hmm. And the music is not anything like any of the shows.
1: Also, I mean, it's the music is like this show, though. So, the, I, I was going to say that the, the opening theme and the music that plays and some of the other music from episode three and two in particular yeah i didn't notice it as much in the first one but maybe there just was less i'm not sure uh the music has been really great and talking about the opening and the opening theme i like it a lot actually i think it's a great like tv show opening credit sequences and stuff don't have to be shots of the show yeah and this is a good way to talk about stuff that they talk about in the show right they show like the fractal like ball cloning thing you get a shot of that little pendant uh like a little stylized look at that pendant there's a tree and growing and rebirth and fracturing and all this kind of stuff that is like a stuff that themes that they're talking about on the show yeah uh so, i think it's okay i mean i'm not like out here arguing that it's my favorite opening credit sequence yeah but it's good I had some I
0: realizations, too, while we were doing this, that uh, we get some new episodes next time, and they're directed by Jonathan Frakes.
1: Right. So, I knew he directed some of the episodes of this show. I didn't know how many. Yeah. And I didn't know this. They brought in
0: uh, Michael Chabon. Shabon. Chabon? Don't know who that is. He's a pretty famous writer for, like, The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay, or uh, Telegraph Avenue. He's got like a lot of best-selling books. Wonder Boys. Okay. Cool. Uh, UCI graduate. Yay! And he's a writer on this show. Yeah, he's the ma- he's episodes? one of the main writers for all the episodes we just watched. Oh, cool! He-, he is the main writer for the two
1: later episodes, so I would assume that means
2: the he's that kind I of like helming
1: better. this thing. That's cool. It's very cool. I, I, you know, so we've gotten to the end of our three episodes here. Uh, Do you want to have any rap thoughts about Yeah, I think we should
0: do a little bit of, like, rap thoughts as the wood chipper starts outside here. Okay. That's
1: pretty good. Uh, I I will say that I am enjoying this so far. I think after the first episode, I was kind of like, hmm, this isn't bad, but I don't really know where it's going. And then... Uh, episode two and three picked it up for sure, and now I'm in. I liked the first episode quite a bit because it was
0: a view into who Picard had, had who Picard had come had become, and I think if they had taken out all the mystery and they wanted to do three hours of what happened in the first episode with with no follow up happening, he wasn't going to join. And into space. So, you know, if they, if they had just written mm-hmm. a show about him retiring to a farm and his doctor telling him his disease was going to get him. And we got like three hours of him coming to grips on Earth with the fact that he was never going to get back to space, which was mm-hmm. what that first episode kind of had that feeling
1: of. Yeah, it did. For sure. I would watch that, too. So yeah. So that first get- episode didn't bother me at all. I-, I wasn't bothered by it. It's just I wasn't. There were so many uh, – there was so much, like, just exposition in that first episode. Sure, yeah. That it got in the way of it being enjoyable. It, it like. got in the
0: way of it being anything other than exposition. Yeah. It, after, like the, like, the first ten minutes. The first ten minutes yeah, was a good exactly. set piece. And then it was, like, lore dump. The the show. Take yeah, a break. Exactly. Go somewhere else. Lore dump. Which is yeah. fine.
1: They have to catch you up. It was going to happen. Right. I, 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 Again, I'm not mad about it. I was just saying that it, it made the episode less enjoyable. Okay. And then, now that I had all the lore, yeah. now episodes two and three were great. I really
0: like where it's headed. I love yeah. the, the, like, I'm in it for the swing that they're making of, like, hey, the Romulans have it a big problem the Romulans are still around and they have another big problem that they're not telling anyone about that Starfleet's embroiled in. And like, there's this big plot that we're developing underneath the surface. And like, I have some theories and we could talk Mm. about them if you want, but like I have some theories and it's like good enough of a mystery that, that we're headed into like some cool territory here and Picard's going to be in space. And I hope it's as narrative as we get into space as it has been so far, and there's not, like, a bunch of random episodes of side plot that don't
1: go yeah. anywhere. I I don't see how they could do too much. Based on how the show has been, Yeah, it, it feels like it would be tough for them to do, like, episode of the week type stuff. Because there isn't – like, they only have one purpose for being out there. So, if they start doing, like, random side stuff, you're going to wonder why aren't they – Focusing on the thing that is the thing,
0: yeah. I, so I, I mean, who knows? I'm having a little bit of trouble with the melodrama.
1: They need to take take it down a notch. Eh, I. This is the Romulans being Romulans. I, I don't, guess so. I don't. I don't mind it.
2: Okay,
0: it's it is a lot though. It's a lot. I need more clarification on what's up with Rafi. Sure. Yes. Also agreed. Hundred percent. I, I need that to get into the character of Rafi because she's obviously going to be part of the crew here, I got the distillation of who Rios' character is immediately. Right. I got who Dr. gerardi is very easily. And, like, there's a deeper well there with each of those characters. Like, are we going to find out more about Rios' other ship? Are we going to find out Rios is a Starfleet plant? Are we going to find out... You know, Dr. Girardi is actually working for Commodore O, or at least reporting to her or something.
1: Right. Who knows? Yeah. yeah so, those kinds of things are open-ended. Or what was, what was Dr. Girardi's relationship with Maddox, that guy? That oh, yeah. No kidding. Like, is, is there more that
0: she hasn't told Picard? Like, actually, I helped him design these. Ro- these. Yeah, dude. Who knows? Know. Like, I I really need to see them because actually, I helped design them. And and so, we got the characters in a nutshell. Mm. But the the backstory they tried to create between Picard and Rafi is disjointed because yeah. pieces are missing. And, like, yeah, we're I, left with a Picard that doesn't make sense and a Rafi that doesn't make sense because with the Picard we knew, he wouldn't have just let her hang out to dry for 14 years, especially when he took in Romulan refugees.
1: Right. So, uh, it's... Exactly. So So, I, I think there's there's going to be another shoe that drops in their backstory somewhere. Yeah. And I am, I'm curious what it is. Um, but until it drops, it's going to be tough for me to be all the way on with her character. For sure. It's got to drop, but we'll figure
0: it out. It's there. Mm -hmm. I like where they're headed. I really can't wait to see more of this. What's going on with the Borg thing. Yeah, man, it's going to be good. I, I got a good impression from these three episodes. A lot, a lot of good impression. It's, it's less Star Trek than Discovery is, which is funny because people complain about how Discovery doesn't feel like Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And this one, like, I haven't seen a saucer to anything.
1: <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think the the stuff that is Star Trek-y about this show is now going to start, right? We we have gotten to the part where they have now gone out into space. Star Trek can begin, right? Okay. like. Because all of it was taking place on Earth and, you know, they were moving around between locations and stuff, it it definitely felt disjointed and not like a Star Trek show, you know? Yeah. Um, I think intentionally, right, in most of these cases. Sure. Um, But the thing that brought me in more was definitely those shots of, like, go out to the Borg and there's this mystery with them and all that Romulan stuff out there. So, you got more of that, like, original Star Trek feel by peppering in that stuff. I mean, Hugh really tied
0: it to me. Oh, yeah. Of, like, okay, here's Hugh, and we're doing some Borg stuff. And that, to
1: me, was like, all right, all right. And they don't, like, acknowledge who he is, really. No. Like, they, they name him as Hugh. They name him as Hugh. Like, That's it. If you didn't know that and watch those Picard episodes, go back to uh, uh, Star Trek. Now that you've been spoiled on all this, go back to our episode 15 subspace transmission about how you uh, prepare for this show and learn who Hugh is. Yeah. um, Yeah, so it's good. I, I'm, I'm curious if they will get into that later because obviously stuff is up with him. He has two different color eyes. There's like a whole patch over his face and all kinds of stuff. So, uh, like... I kind
0: of assumed that was like when he got his implants and stuff removed, they gave him a LaForge
1: eye. Oh, probably that's what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like they didn't they didn't talk about it at all. Yeah. And you got to know the Romulans are going to care, obviously, right? So, yeah. We'll see. I'm yeah. curious to see how this will go. Uh, and I have been loving it so far. I definitely am less apprehensive
0: than I was after the first three episodes of Discovery.
1: Yeah. Uh, yes, fair. I ended, I ended up ended liking up a Discovery. Good, good, a good I was going to say. We got to a pretty good place by the end of season one of Discovery. Well, yeah, because of the cool ISS twist. Well, but yeah, I mean, like, it, it made the show fun. It did. It certainly did. So I, I think the Discovery ended in a good place for us who have not seen season two yet. Yeah. And we'll have to see where Picard keeps going. and I, then uh, I like how they, open-ended they the mystery Picard.
0: is here. Because it gives them wide latitude to stick the landing, which they're going to have to do
1: in a show with Jean-Luc Picard in it. Right. I think, interestingly, though, like, the the mystery is so big, they could spin this for a couple seasons. Like, they don't have to wrap it all up. I think what we're going to end up ha- having happen here
0: is we'll solve the Starfleet portion of the mystery mm-hmm. and possibly even the Romulan portion of the mystery. And le- uh, considering okay. that they're bringing Guinan back in season two, we will be left with some more Borg stuff to do.
1: Certainly, right? I think the uh, the connection between the Borg and the synthetic stuff is not going to be resolved. No. And then the question of whether the Romulan stuff gets resolved, I think, is also a question. Resolve might not be the right
0: word. At least revealed right. what the Romulan stuff is. Yeah, yeah.
1: Maybe they will reveal it. They're not
0: yeah. necessarily going to resolve. It. Yeah. I don't know, man. What do you? Where do you think they're headed? Do you want to do a little light prediction
1: as we end here? Um, I don't know that I have any good ideas about where I think they're going to go. I'm. Do you I think know- the Romulans are a bunch of Cylons? Oh, do I think like the Romulans are actual synthetic, and that's the like the twist?
0: They don't have computers that do anything other than compute because they're all synthetic. Uh, that would be a very big like, haha, gotcha twist. Well, it would be uh, considering everyone considering everyone thought Romulans and Vulcans were like
1: the same. I don't know that I think that's the case, but maybe like the Jad Vash are. Or something like that, right? Not, not all Romulans, but maybe just these like ultra-secret ones. Sure, but like meal. if the Romulans
0: created their own supernova to wipe out those synthetic rot meal, like that could be pretty a pretty big sweeping,
1: sweeping maybe. sweeping know. try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I, it, if that's the the story, that would be cool. I would be interested to hear how they how they write that. If that's what it is,
2: yeah. So.
0: All right. Well, if you want to hear more substitution transmissions,
1: where would you go? Uh, You can find this podcast on your favorite podcasting services, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever fine podcasts are distributed. Even on our website, which is weweregamers.com. And you can email us uh, at an email address, which is podcast at com. We are also on social media at We Were Gamers on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and wherever uh, that is. <laughs> uh, and you can look us up on YouTube. Just check a search for We Were Gamers, and uh, you can listen to this very podcast there uh, and subscribe to that uh, YouTube channel. It really helps us out. That would you be, can uh, use good. the
0: playlist function to even just
1: listen to these if you wanted to. Yeah, uh hopefully Andrew is uh, a great person and breaks <laughs> these these ones out for those of you who have trouble following them. Uh And there's a nice playlist on YouTube of just the Star Trek stuff. So if you don't want to get involved in that main podcast of ours that we also do and you just want Star Trek, here you go.
0: All right. So I think we'll take a, uh, a month to watch more of this. Yeah, we're going to watch more for sure. And then we will catch up. I don't. How many episodes is it supposed to be? I want to say eight or ten. I don't know which. Hmm, ten. No, that's the second season. First season Let's, will consist of ten. Ten episodes and ten. second season, ten episodes. Okay. Okay. So, ten so episodes. Got- so, we'll probably, we'll probably do three or four next month and then three or four the month after that, depending on how many we mm-hmm. get through.
1: Yep. So, it'll be big chunks like this. It's going to depend on when we record relative to when it they goes out and that's just going to be is what it
0: is yep but it's i i think it's fun to do it in big chunks because like it is y- we, we probably could have spent detailed. a while on the first episode and the setting yeah. and stuff like that but ultimately like i think it's better to do it in chunks because then you get big sweeping story arcs that you can kind of like connect to each other yeah yeah and maybe we don't have to be
1: as detailed as we were
0: this time but yeah well you know exploring a new universe right Yeah, there's a
1: lot to talk about for sure. All right.